0: Welcome to SLP Happy Hour. We are a podcast for SLPs with big hearts who are looking for ways to improve the lives of ourselves and the humans we work with. Welcome and thank you for listening in. Let's learn together as we discuss tips and tricks, advice, easy lessons, and how to manage our work lives in a profession full of ups and downs. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sari. We've got an exciting bonus episode
1: for you this month. A quick and informative self-care interview with one of our favorite SLPs. This episode, we have 10 minutes with Nicole Allison
2: of the Speech Peeps blog. So, Nicole, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm just so thrilled to be on your um, on your podcast, and I cannot wait to answer any questions you have. And speaking
1: of questions, we actually start with a round of lightning questions just to kind of warm ourselves up. Those are quick questions where you just say the first thing that pops into your head. Are you ready for them?
2: I am ready. Okay, so
1: first up, what fictional family
2: would you be a member of? I would totally be a member of Little House on the Prairie. You guys might oh, know I choice. watch this show every Sunday night with my family. We have popcorn and my kids love it. So, yep, I'd be Laura. <laughs> Laura from Little House. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> I so love cool. it.
2: What is your favorite breakfast food? Breakfast? I, I could live off of any breakfast food. We eat eggs every day. Um, but honestly, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. So I love it all. Uh, coffee or tea 100 percent coffee (laughs) definitely (laughs) lots of cream to the
1: choir (laughs) Mm -hmm. and last one what fictional world or place would you like to visit
2: probably narnia i just we Mm -hmm. are really into it right now i read it every night with my kids so um yeah we're we're into the lion and the witch in the wardrobe i would go there Mm-hmm. And then you've got the books, you've got the
0: movies. You're, right, you, you'll be in that world for a long time. Same with <laughs> Little House on the Prairie. Like, there's a lot of material there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, so we can get to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about uh, your SLP journey and how you got to where you are today, and what your work setting is like now.
2: Yeah. So currently, I'm in my um, my ninth year of being an SLP. Um, I worked for five years in the public school, and then had kids. Um, And I'm just so blessed to be able to work part-time now. I work at a private school and then I also just create those materials and blog over on my site, Speech Beeps, right now. It's nice because my daughter is in preschool at the same school, so she's right down the hall, which is really nice. Oh, that that really is fun.
0: perfect. So we know one thing that's keeping you busy lately is your kids. A second is your <laughs> teachers pay teachers store. Um but what's one project or goal that's been keeping you busy lately?
2: Yeah, right now actually I'm working on I have my screening toolkit and just a lot of people have requested a preschool screening toolkit, so that's something that I'm working on. Um and it's taking me a long time because I love to use real pictures in all of my resources. And so I'm using all the stock photos and, um, but that's something that I'm working on and it's taking me longer than what I would like. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have, um, both of your curriculum and then your social, um, I, I think I've used them since the day they Um, came out. So Mm -hmm. I can understand why that would take forever Mm -hmm. to create, (laughs) uh, because there's, there's a lot there. And so we're going to transition from the very complex to the little bit easy, right? (laughs) Yes. So we wanted to ask
1: you to share one uh, easy or what we call lazy lessons, which is really just an easy lesson that you can work on with a variety of groups and don't require buying anything or use materials that you already have that are fun and simple.
2: Oh, you guys, you know, this is right up my alley here, Um, (laughs) especially with the SLP minimalist. And I just, this is something that I'm so passionate um, talking to others about because it doesn't have to be complex or anything to be effective. Um, So one of my favorite activities is literally just taking markers and and, making it into a competition, especially with articulation. I have my students write a sentence, um, especially if they're at the carryover level, write a sentence with as many of their target words as possible in it. And whoever has the most words with their sounds in it wins and they get a point. And it's this super, you know, it's just so easy, but something that they really love. And when I posted this idea on social media, actually, a lot of SLPs said, They were going to be using it too. So they use this idea because it's something everybody already has and it's fun. I haven't done that. I've done
0: um, like for the younger learners, like draw your articulation, you know, like draw some articulation words and then take them home, which has been like so awesome and zero prep. But it totally makes sense. You know, what you're talking about is an extension of that, because for our older learners who can write, why not write your articulation letters in a sentence and make it competitive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Sometimes as SLPs, we all know some things go according to plan and some lessons just go right down the toilet. So uh, have you
2: ever had a lesson like that, Nicole, that you could share with us? Um, yes. <laughs> I remember one time I was probably in my first or second year. I'm, I'm going to at least say that because it's, it's embarrassing if I'm, you know, I'm already in my ninth, but I was fresh and right out of grad school. And I remember this little guy, we played a game and he would have the biggest meltdowns um, if he lost and, you know, which always made the other people in the game really upset. And I told him, you know, we would always go over the rules and everything and the expectations beforehand. But I said, you know, if you're going to, um, you know, be a bad sport the next time we play, then you're going to have to go back to your classroom. And I said that. Well, he did. He had a big meltdown. And I said, you're going to have to go back to your classroom. Well, what do you know? He literally put his hands under his chair and would not let go of the chair. And so I was like, what do I do? Because I had already told him, like, this was the consequence. You have to leave and you have to go back to the classroom. And I totally regret saying that now, but I had already said it. Mm -hmm. So the other students are all looking at me like, what am I going to do? This guy is, you know, glued to his chair. So I did – something I don't even know if it was the right thing, but I took that chair. And unfortunately, his classroom was like on the other side of the school. And I just kind of dragged that chair with him sitting in it, you know, all the way down the hall to his classroom. (laughs) And, you know, his teacher got a big laugh out of it. But (laughs) I would have done things differently now. I would not have, you know, Mm -hmm. I would not have said that because I knew I had to carry it through because it had been said. But that Mm -hmm. was a fail. That was a fail. That was very embarrassing to, me to have to drag that chair with that little guy. <laughs> um,
0: was he, was he screaming or crying as a winner? Was he
2: just silent, kind of incredulous silent. that this was happening? He was just looking at me like, like almost like this defiant, you know, he knew uh-huh. he like stuck because it was like, either you don't go through with what you said and I'm going to, you know, I kind of rule your therapy room or you're going to be dragging me down the hall. And so it was this like battle of the wills kind of thing and ah oh, it was terrible <laughs> I, I can that. totally
0: imagine that <laughs> yeah no, so then you learn something right like you it never did. make a promise that you can't yeah, i keep. don't want to fall uh, it <laughs> yes did it change anything with that particular student? With that student i'm just curious
2: you know he did um yeah he did do better especially the teacher thankfully that his teacher was so good and um when he went back to class he was like, Mrs. Allison never has to discipline any kids. Everybody loves going to Mrs. Allison and I can't you know, he had a nice talk mm-hmm. with the student and everything. Speech is a privilege that you get to go to, basically. Mm-hmm. So after that, I'm I'm just glad I had the support of the teacher because after that he did a lot better. <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Guaranteed. Everyone that listens to this episode is going to be reflecting on that one student (laughs) that has done where they said something similar and and the kid tested it out was like, oh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I'm
2: going to do that all day long with my own kids like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a great story. Thank you for
1: sharing that one. So, Nicole, what is the best SLP advice or life advice that you have ever received?
2: Well, you know, when I became a mom, somebody once told me, um, and this was the best advice when I became a mom, was to study my child. Um, And I think that also applies to my job as well and our jobs. I think the best advice is to study your own caseload because what your caseload and the needs on your caseload has is going to look different than, you know, somebody else's caseload, even somebody else's in the same district that you work in. And so for me, I just feel like it's super important to just study your own caseload, evaluate the data on your caseload, look at the needs that your students have, because they're not going to be the same as anybody else's and go from there Mm -hmm. um, and take it from there. So
0: that's so good. Not only for our students, but for our families, Mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, really watch and really think and mm-hmm. really see what's what's motivating to them, what's interesting to them. If they're you know doing something, why did they do that? Um, mm-hmm. And to get to know you know the students, the learners we work with better. So thank you so much for your time for this interview. Um, where are some good places
2: for listeners to find you online? yeah, yeah. Um, over on my blog, speechpeeps.com. People can always email me at Nicole Allison at speechweeps.com. And then I'm on Instagram as Nicole Allison SLP. Um, and then I have my Facebook page as um, Nicole Allison speechweeps. So please reach out. I love when people reach out.
0: Mm-hmm. And we will link that all up in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And that's the
1: show for today. If you like this show, learned something new, or want to hear more episodes like this, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please also rate and review us in your podcast player so we can keep bringing these episodes to you and so more SLPs and SLPs-to-be can learn about the podcast. That's this show. We hope this has been a little slice of an SLP happy hour for you. We've enjoyed recording it.